Welcome to Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, live from WTJU Air Studio, Lost in Holland. We're gonna need To deliver us from evil Tell me how many songs I gotta sing To bring the love back to Ohio Ohio 
To bring the love back to Ohio Ohio from Lost in Holland. Josh Heisel on the vocal and guitar and Michael Ronstadt on some harmony vocal on that one and the cello. Amazing stuff, guys. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you. You know, the first time I heard of Josh Heisel had to do with the Neil Young connection. We're going to talk about that a little bit and let Josh tell his story. Michael Ronstadt, you might recognize uh, the name Ronstadt, so there's a story there too, that's for sure, and a very studied cello player that uh, is, is looking to bring a whole slew of cello players all together. He'll talk about that here in a little bit, too. Josh Heisel was in Neil Young's Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young Deja Vu movie and was featured for, uh, the whole thing was about uh, 10, 13 minutes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Tell us how that whole thing started, because it didn't start out with music. Uh, no, it, initially, um, I was in Iraq, a couple tours with the Marine Corps. And if you remember, we invaded Iraq, we sat in Kuwait for quite a while and, and rotted. Um, and we'd write funny songs and mess around, and this tanker had a guitar he let us borrow. And uh, there was a journalist there by the name of Mike Saray who would film us, and he was kind of embedded in our unit, and uh, he was going to break the border with us and, and make this documentary. We had a talent show one night in the middle of the desert. We ran out of stuff to do, and I ended up winning the talent show, and he filmed it, and that was that. Well, a couple years later, Neil Young hires Mike Saray to do this film, Mike shows him this footage, and then I get the call from, from Neil's camp. So, so at that point, he was embedded in, <laughs> first he's embedded in, in the war with your battalion, and then he's embedded with Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young during their tour. To two totally different kinds of wars. Yeah, um, it's funny. <laughs> it's a real funny story. He always says uh, his wife wasn't very happy about the, you know, going to Iraq and Afghanistan so many times. He went a lot. And when he called her to say, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a rock documentary, she said, I don't want you back in Iraq. And he's like, no, a rock and roll documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot alike. Yeah. So at that point, they were already on tour? They, they hired Mike prior to the tour, and he launched with them. He filmed the rehearsals for the tour and the entire tour. So the way you got involved was they wanted you to see part of the film, and they wanted to use your story, because the whole movie was not just about what they were doing, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young were doing with their Freedom of Speech tour. It was about the reaction and a documentary about the reaction and the effect the music might have from all different perspectives and angles, not just what they particularly felt. Right. Um, uh, Neil and, and all the guys met, met people along the way. And in the film, you'll see there's several, several different characters along the way that they go have dinner with or whatever, just see what they're up to. And um, I was just one of those stops in Ohio. And at that point, you didn't have... An album out, even? No, I had uh, I had nothing out. I was playing in a comedy band when I got this phone call. So I rushed, uh, got with a fellow by the name of John Brennan in Cincinnati, and I tracked Trader's Death, sent it to Neil, and he said, cool, we'll use it in the film. And that's what I, I play that song with Neil in the film. That was kind of the starting point of it. So at that point, you became your, your dream became to be a professional musician. Yeah, I've played music my whole life, punk bands growing up and uh, messing around in heavy metal bands. And and then uh, being in Iraq, I wrote a lot of songs on acoustic, that's all I had. So it completely changed my direction, and it took a more folky, reflective vibe. Once I realized that it could, it's a possibility, uh, after playing Sundance and all that, I thought, man, I could really do this if I really you know, apply myself. So that's where we are now. 
So the first album that came out then, you, you went back and you actually got signed by Vapor Records, and Vapor Records, I believe, is Neil Young's own personal label that he does different songs with. And your first album, called Lost in Holland, Hearts and Mind, was on Vapor Records. Yeah. And the song that you just mentioned, Traitor's Death, that was written while you were in Iraq? Yeah, I wrote that just after the elections in Ramadi. And we were up for about three days, and it was just... Uh, it's just getting kind of wild, and it was getting kind of wild, wild west over there. So, and I just felt like I was maybe on a treadmill or doing something wrong, or I don't know. <laughs> so I just kind of wrote this song just to get it out of my system because I was, I didn't want it to bleed into my guys and have them become useless, lazy hippies with rifles, you know. So I had to keep it inside. And when I got back, I just I started playing these songs out. So the songs you wrote while you were over there, you didn't necessarily play for the folks that you were with. For fear of they would feel differently about you as well, I would guess. Yeah, you know, I played it for some close friends, and they all kind of dug it. I'm like, that's a really good song. I like what you're saying there. Uh, we kind of feel the same way. But as far as subordinates, no, I never played for them. Just didn't want them to be. I really didn't want them to agree with me at that point. I want them to come home alive and then, and then think what they want to think. But until that point, I couldn't have them having an opinion. <laughs> And I guess your opinion had changed once you got over there. Yeah, uh, the first tour, I, I felt great after. We liberated Iraq, and, and I mean, people say what they want here, but these people were cheering in the streets and kissing us, and they are very happy that we did what we did. And the second tour, Ramadi, that was a little different. They are ready for us to get out of there, and uh, we're bringing a fight to a nice once nice neighborhood and blowing everything up, and it just kind of makes you feel bad at the end of the day. Traitor's Death is a tune that you performed and put on your album before you met Michael yes did Michael ever learn a, a part for that uh, we've done it a couple times it's a it's a strange tuning on guitar and you know we're kind of broke and we only have one guitar and one cello so it's kind of inconvenient to tune on stage so it kind of just disappeared <laughs> well I've got it queued up on the CD we can we're going to do more live music here in the studio but since we've been talking about that in this song and how this whole story evolved why don't we play that tune from the CD, Okay. and then we'll have some other music. Alrighty. This is Trader's Death from Lost in Holland's first album, Hearts and Minds, right here on the Sound Choice in Central Virginia, WTJU, Charlottesville. Well, my words are strictly confidential. But I have yet to hear them rhyme I'm through with proving my potential Cause I've done it all and I've seen too many die If I'm wrong Then let me die a traitor's death And if I'm wrong Gun, a bullet in a magazine I lock and load and do it on my own On my own That flag is so damn influential With its bloody stripes and its bright star-spangled eyes I'm sick of calling this essential I shot their sons and I've watched their mothers cry And if I'm wrong Then let me die a traitor's death 
CD by Josh Heisel and Lost in Holland at the time. On that, you had Jeff Long was your drummer and played some piano on that, and Jennifer Wheatley was your cello player, and I guess uh, Margaret Wiener? Yeah. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, you did. You never know. You've got a lot of responsibility. You can read it, but it sometimes doesn't pronounce that way, like uh, Saray yeah, or, <laughs> or Weiner. You hate to be a Weiner all your life, although a Wiener is pretty interesting as well. But nonetheless, you met Michael Ronstadt at some point here. Yes, uh, Jennifer Wheatley and I went and uh, we did the Sundance uh, shows to promote the film, and and that was a really neat experience. Played with Neil Graham Nash, a really good time. I got back, and she just couldn't handle the politics of the music. Her family kind of once it started to get some spotlight, her family got involved and didn't really like it. <laughs> you know, her doing this project and. Uh, Ultimately, she just said, you know, I can't wholeheartedly do this. However, I know a kid who's about to graduate college here in Cincinnati, Mike Ronstadt. And I called him up, driving home from work one day, and uh, we jammed uh, jammed that evening. Had a couple beers and played a show the next day, and we've just been buddies ever since. Michael Ronstadt, you come from Arizona? Yes, Tucson, Arizona. How'd you end up in Ohio? Uh, well, the cello professor at the University of Cincinnati, I went to study with him. And uh, he was a wonderful teacher. So uh, I went to Cincinnati to study with uh, Yehuda Hanani uh, for my master's degree. And uh, that's where I met Josh. Uh, so now I'm done with school and I can travel and do what I want. Well, the songs on the newer album are much different than the songs on the first album. And, and I guess you've been a therapist of sorts. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> The music is, is is moving into something that that uh, you're leaving behind what yeah, what, what know, had I, happened and and moving forward with 
other thoughts and other things to write about? Yeah, um, I think the first record was, it's something I had to get out of my system, like almost like a temper tantrum record or something. I said everything I wanted to say, and uh, as time goes on, a lot of that pain and guilt and just bad feelings and bad dreams and bad nights kind of just goes away because, you know, you stop one day and realize that you're okay and everything's fine. And uh, got with Mike and we started writing music together immediately. And it's got to the point where some of the politics felt like we were trying to slip a political song in there just to do it or or just to, for the sake of, oh, we're with Neil, you know, so we better throw a political song in there. And it was forced. And it was very forced. And we just stopped doing it. Now, I'm struck sometimes and, and, and when you're hit by something and you have to write a song about it, that still happens with us. But for the most part, we're just writing about fun and beer and our little loves of our lives and how, how happy we are and how cool everything is. <laughs> Why don't you do one of those songs? Right sure, now? we'd love to. What's the name of the song? I'll get um, that. This is a brand new song. Uh, it's only a couple days old, so bear with us. But um, Heck, I even got to get lyrics out here. But oh, You can't use lyrics here. It's the crib sheets. It's just against the rules. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'll throw these on the floor. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you're lucky you can still read them from that far away. I know, I'm getting, I need readers. But this song is just a, a song I wrote. I started writing about my wife. I was thinking about, I should write a love song about my wife, you know. We don't have that kind of relationship where we cuddle and buy candies, and we just don't. We've been together since high school. and So I just wrote, I wrote a song about way back then, when I first saw her and how I had to have it, you know. So, uh, and then I had half the song done, and Mike and I sat in his... Uh, little apartment and knocked it out the other day so song's called come home
had the love of a lifetime and made the most beautiful sounds. And now there's a knot in my stomach the moment I roll into town. I miss the days when we laugh at the people just walking around. Sit with the heartache, trying to swallow it down. And she says, Come home. And she says, Come home. Come listening to Lost in Holland live in the air studio at WTJU Charlottesville, Virginia, 91.1 FM on the radio dial, WTJU.net on the World Wide Web. I want to thank all those folks for listening in around the country here today as word had gotten out, and we know that there's a lot of people listening from other areas other than 
just Charlottesville, Virginia, which is so great about being able to listen to WTJU streaming live. That was a beautiful tune, guys. Just absolutely Thank beautiful. Thank you. And that one's not released yet. No, it sure isn't. All right. We got a debut right here on WTJU. So, Michael, do you get to write songs for the group? Well, yes, I do. Actually, from our backgrounds, we're both songwriters in our own right, so um, it's nice to work with another songwriter and really collaborate because it's one of the first times I've had a chance to sit down and workshop with other people, and it's always a good time. So. Is that song that you sang one that was co-written or correct? Yes, we, we wrote that, uh, like I said, a few days ago. Yeah, That's kind of how it's been these days. Where one of us will have an idea. Michael still has an amazing solo career, so he'll go, say, to Tucson for a week and, and do some session work or, or play with another artist or, you know, whatever, or visit his family. And while I'm, I'll sit at the farm and rot and uh, play gigs around town. <laughs> and I'll uh, I come back. And, and he'll come back. I'll have 55 yeah. songs that I've written, that barely written, and we get together on them. It's kind of how it works. It's our process. So do you struggle for identity these days, Michael? I know that uh, when I Googled you the first time, I got this old fellow with this big beard and cowboy hat. <laughs> but, it, but his name was Michael Ronstadt. Yeah, that, that's my father. Um, uh-huh. Michael J. Ronstadt, and I am Michael G. Ronstadt. So um, we have different middle names, and uh, some venue owners, we play a lot of the same places. And um, they... They go, didn't we just talk to you? Aren't you playing here next week? I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> uh, so for anyone out there, uh, that's the difference. So you grew up with a very musical family. Linda Ronstadt, that a lot of people have heard of, was your aunt? Yes, she's my aunt. She Tell still is. About, yeah. well, still is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. So you must have had a very musical childhood. Uh, very much so. Uh, my whole family, it's a little scary how many people play music in my family. It doesn't skip a generation, as many people say music does. So whether that's a good or bad thing, uh, it's it's a wonderful. Uh, a lot of times, effort. people just don't do it because their parents did it and they got to rebel. Exactly. Yeah. So that didn't happen with you. Not at all. Uh, we had family parties and maybe ten to twenty guitars, and I was the only cello player. My brother bought his bass, and everyone sings. Why cello? Uh, I could sit down. That was my only reason. <laughs> fourth grade, uh, I guess my mind was thinking of comfort. Who's your cello hero? Is there one? I have a lot. Uh, Uh I can't even name one, but Yo-Yo Ma is actually, um, I respect him because he he made it to the big time. He made cello cool. Exactly. Basically, I guess there are a lot of other local cello players in this area. The guy you played earlier, Brandon Collins. Brandon Collins, the monster Brandon Collins. Oh, he's great. And uh, Mike Block from New York City. Uh, Ben Soleil or Soli, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, with uh, Abigail Washburn and the Spiral Quartet. I I love hearing all those people. One of your dreams, fantasies, goals is to get together a group of cello players in a songwriting area? Um, Clarify that for me. Well, because there's so many cello players in Charlottesville, Philadelphia, there are two cello players that I know of, and uh, they're all songwriters or playing a band, a rock band or whatnot. I'd like to get a bunch of them together for performances in Philadelphia and Charlottesville initially. If anyone's listening, it's a dream of mine, so we've started dialogue, nothing set in stone yet. So when they go to your website, they got to go to Michael G. Ronstadt, or how do they, get, how do they find you, the easiest way? I, I nabbed MichaelRonstadt.com. Ah. Yes. Ah. Score one for the younger, computer-driven generation. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Beat him to it.
Lost in Holland will be playing live for you in Charlottesville at Bell Rio down in Belmont. And you can catch them. They'll start about 8 o'clock tonight. The Rogan Brothers will be on stage later that night down there at Bell Rio. I want to thank the Rogan Brothers for participating in this whole event as far as uh, having Lost in Holland come in and take the stage there before them. And they'll be there kind of during the dinner hour. It's about 6 o'clock now. So at 8 o'clock, they'll go on stage. It should be a, a really great room for this, this acoustic music. So I'm really excited about that. It's 6 o'clock in Charlottesville, Virginia. You're listening to WTJU Charlottesville. WTJU is 91.1 FM on the radio dial, WTJU.net on the World Wide Web. Hey, guys, can you play us more tunes? Sure. Uh, sure. Here's a new one. Uh, I think we played it for you this morning. It's a song about being a father and, and anyone for that matter. Some days you just say that you just don't give a damn anymore. You just give up. Uh, and that, <laughs> thankfully that never really lasts but everybody has those moments where they're like I'm done, I'm done with this so it's a, it's a funny little song and it's just about uh, hopefully everyone can relate Just a boy, I'm lazy as hell, and I sure love to drink, but I can't stand to yell. Maybe you're right, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't give a damn anymore. I don't give a damn anymore. I don't like to go to church. I don't like to go to church. I don't like to go to work. I don't like to go to work. I don't wanna go to school. I don't wanna go to school. And I don't give a damn anymore. Well, I got a girl. She's crazy as hell and she don't like to drink but she sure loves to yell She says I can't sing, well maybe she's right but I don't, don't give a, a damn anymore I don't give a damn anymore She don't like to go to work 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 she don't like to go to work. She don't like to go to work. I don't give a damn anymore. We got a boy. He's crazy as hell and he don't like to dance but he sure loves to yell He says that I'm fat, well maybe he's right but I don't, don't give a damn anymore I don't give a damn anymore He don't like to go to school 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 don't like to go to school. You don't like to go to school. I don't give a damn anymore. Mm -hmm. 
don't give a damn anymore. Well, I got a gun. It's loaded as hell, and I don't like the shine, but I sure love the smell. Maybe they'll write. Maybe I'm gone, but I don't give a damn anymore. Don't give a damn anymore. Don't give a damn anymore. Lost in Holland live in the WTJR studio. I bet that the name of that song is Don't Give a Damn. It, it is, right. actually. <laughs> All right. Can I request another tune? Sure. How about Get Did you do Get It On yet? No, no. we can do that. Yeah. How about Get It On? This is off of their uh, the last great Lost CD released in June of this year. Do you have some of these with you? We sure do. Yeah. So down at Bell Rio, they might have some with them. <coughs> You can catch them down at Bell Rio at 8 o'clock. They'll be on the stage first tonight, as the Rogan Brothers will take stage later that night. But uh, Lost in Holland, you can catch down at Bell Rio at about 8 o'clock right here on this Thursday evening. All right, get it on for air.
Get It On from Lost in Holland Live in the WTJU Air Studio. The other tune I really like off of this, well, there's a lot of tunes I like off this CD, but Songs Can't Change the World has a pretty interesting... I, I played it last week, and I played it right alongside of Neil Young's tune off of Fork in the Road with all the connection and talking about you guys' trip here. And Neil Young had an uh, album that had a lot of car songs and songs about energy that we featured on Folk and Beyond. And one of the tunes he wrote was Just Singing a Song, which was a song about just singing a song can't change the world. Did Songs Can't Change the World, was that an answer, a response to this song? Did, um, it, did it have anything to do with it? Well, actually, it was uh, right after Sundance, as you can imagine, I was pretty motivated to take, to take this seriously. You know, and I, I get home and I'm full of piss and vinegar. And I'm following Neil, he goes on to Berlin Film Festival, uh, Berlin Ale. And he, in an interview, he says, just singing a song can't change the world. And it was taken out of context by me, by a lot of people. Really what he was saying was, just singing a song can't change the world. you got to do other things. you got to get off your ass and you got to go and you know, do things. And I was all upset, you know, like, oh, that's, it'd be like God telling me that I was an accident. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I, uh, I, write, I write a song called Songs Can't Change the World. And uh, Mike and I were playing around with it, touring around playing it. And someone goes, you know, Neil's got a song called that. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. So I go online and I find a live performance of his playing that song. And I'm like, no way. We wrote the same song at the same time. And uh, when we played at the Bridge School Benefit in 2008, we played it, our version. And then he opened the set with his version and kicked our asses. It was amazing. <laughs> Uh, it's just a great song, and uh, he kind of schooled me with that. I mean, you know, he put me in my place, and he probably didn't mean to, but I'm thinking, music can change the world. I'm so hopeful. And then he's like, a reality check. Um, we need to do other things other than pick the guitar. You know, it's not all. It's not going to bring peace. So, you know, that's how, that's how this song came about. It's a neat story, and we've yet to go heads up and play it together, but that's where it comes from. So can you guys play that for us here? Sure. Sure, yeah. This is Songs Can't Change the World from Lost in Holland, from the last great Lost CD that came out here in June. You can catch Lost in Holland at Bell Rio at 8 o'clock right here in Charlottesville. Soldier boy walking down the street Cause his father beat him down He's just looking for that pistol Yeah So we can lay his body down But then he heard from across the alleyway Such sweet and he told a man with the guitar in his hand, he said, I think I'll stick around.
change the world, yeah. And I don't wanna play. Brothers in the ground. He's just looking for that bad man. So we can make him wear a frown. But then he heard from across the alleyway. There's such a sweet and angry sound. He told the man. In his hand, he said, I think I'll put my rifle down. No, now, no, evil. For so long, yeah. Righteous, sing my soul. Sing my soul, sweet love. You say a song can't change the world.
Lost in Holland is Josh Heisel on guitar and vocals and Michael Ronstadt on cello and vocals. That was a tune. Songs Can't Change the World off of their latest CD, The Last Great Loss. They'll be performing down at Bell Rio at 8 o'clock this evening, opening for the Rogan Brothers. Man, this has been awesome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's been a, a great, great thing, and I'm so glad you could take a stop in between Norfolk and you're heading to Philadelphia tomorrow. Yeah, we're playing at Fergie's Pub in Philly tomorrow night. Then back to Ohio, or? Well, we're sticking around Philly a while. Coming down to Maryland for a couple things and back up to Philly for a couple things. Playing a close friend's wedding, which is an honor. Then we'll drive back to the farm. If people want to get in touch with you on the web, they can go to? Um, either michaelronset.com, joshheisel.com. You can Google Lost in Holland or Mike or myself. and One way or the other, it's going to direct you right to us. Not hard to find. And if you want to see these folks, they'll be down at Bell Rio tonight at 8 o'clock. Thanks so much for coming. I'm going to go out on this segment with a tune that is, it's from their first CD, so Michael's not on it. You'll have to go down to Bell Rio to hear more of Michael. This particular one is off of the first CD, Hearts and Minds, and it's called Purple Hearts, and it really struck me. And I wanted to play it for the folks right here. Thanks again for coming in, guys. It's our pleasure. A box to fill a grave And statues for the ones we couldn't save This is our life Like to think that maybe We'll be better off without Bush and company But we chose our curse We chose our life Don't you dare roll your eyes When I tell you this isn't right This is our curse This is our
awesome lives We bottom feed and struggle to survive This is our curse This is our life Try to fight the glare When liberty lets down her pretty Folk and Beyond with Air Stephen for a journey into contemporary folk music from all over the planet.